Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Cultural Exchange with Michelle Brazier and Daniel Smith. And Daniel, we actually have a special guest. We have a special guest. It's thrilling news, exciting news, first on the pod. It's going to be hard. You're our first guest. And uh, listen, <laughs> should we do like a round of applause? Should we like sing a sexy traders song? I don't know how to like properly greet you because you, Hannah, won the first season of Traders UK. Holy shit. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's so exciting. Even though I'm completely irrelevant now, the new cast has come along. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that is iconic. It's like, iconic are you? Season. Oh, do you know what? Look, Ghost Hunts Pod is doing the work. You capitalized on your season one win. Exactly. That is a really good point. Actually. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You have a spooky and Ghost funny the pod, pod. Is working hard. Yes, and you <laughs> yeah, do stand yeah. up. We all. We, we're we all Gilded Balloon girls. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So I've been doing shows at Gilded Balloon since I, start, I don't know, since the beginning of time. And I met Daniel <laughs> when he was working in the press office at Gilded Balloon, which I would say is a job that he was not, like, really qualified to be doing. But I would, <laughs> yeah, I would say it was gross negligence. Wow, it's all coming out now. Yeah, exactly. But you were amazing. Yeah, I've been your artist liaison, Hannah, though we never did once meet, which means you are my favorite artist to liaison. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is mad, isn't it? I know, right? I remember, were you the one responsible for my poster behind the bins? <laughs> okay, well, this sounds like slander to me and my I was like, just move the wheelie bin out to the right. And then we have a photo with the poster. Yeah. That's so funny. The bin sounds like a good pick. I think if we're being real. The bin was, really... I think it was like a coveted position. <laughs> it is a coveted spot in the Gilded Balloon lineage. <laughs> So you did your show last year at Gilda Balloon. What room were you in? We were in the Sportsman. Oh, yeah. I've been in that room before. Lots of sound bleed. Yeah, it was nice. Time. It was nice. Michelle Brazier, I'll have you it know that the sound bleed. It was definitely the seat of our pants. <laughs> Daniel just immediately defending Gilda Balloon. <laughs> we all love Gilda Balloon. That's why we're sisters. We're sisters. We're all sisters here. <laughs> I love that. That is the Witches of Eastwick vibes. This is it. Sailed the seas, and Karen Corrin is our overlord witch, which makes she a is. ton of sense. Yeah. So powerful. Ah! I don't think I've ever met her. You've never met her? She you guys ever met? No, I don't think so. <gasps> um, Say again. She would win the traders for sure. Oh, God. She's very powerful. I just want to get back in that castle, you know. Do you? Yeah? How did Maybe you feel? Did Karen you watch? Corrin. <laughs> Did you watch this season? Yeah, with gritted teeth. Ah! And, like, I didn't want to. You didn't want to? Uh, because I, I was doing a column for the Radio Times, so I had to watch it. But I was like, so annoyed. <laughs> I was like, burn it down. Burn down that fucking castle now. If I'm not there, then fuck it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was so annoying. It was so annoying. What was annoying um, about But it? I enjoyed it. Uh, Kinda. How do you think if they did uh, All Stars, Traitors All Stars with all of the global franchises, is that something that you would put yourself in for? I would be packed tomorrow. <laughs> really? And yeah, I loved it so much. Show, I had such a good time. A lot of people were like, "Oh, it was so traumatic. Like it was, it was awful." And I was like, "I had a great time. I don't know what like what you guys are doing, but I had a great time." Yeah, I guess your best friend. Really, like all the drama. I was like, hmm. 
Yeah, what would delicious. you change going into an all like if you went back? Obviously, having been there before, what is like what would be new game plan? What would be new action? Would you go a bit Diane here? Do exactly what I did, Tracy. I just do exactly what I did before. I think. Yeah. What I might do is <laughs> I might just try a little bit harder to find them because, quite honestly, I was a bit lazy. I couldn't really be asked. I was like, <laughs> let's just leave somebody else to find them, and I will just just relax. That's so funny. But also, like, you were best friends with one of the main traders. So you kind of just... How, That's how... the way you've got to keep it. Yeah, it seems like a safety blanket, like a smart thing to do. I mean, not so smart for Molly, but, you know. <laughs> Yikes. No, but she could have won it. She basically was the... the she was like the Hannah to the Wilf of the first season. Yeah. And yeah. I've never referred to myself in third person before, and I don't think I'll ever be doing it again. Um, that was really horrible for me that was a horrible moment and she she should have at last minute just gone like Harry ah, lol (laughs) (laughs) now I've been your friend all the way through but now I'm just going to take it from you Mm. Um, yeah she just she's too pure I wasn't too pure to just turn on him I was like yeah bye bitch I think you have to be, at the end of the day, there have to be that bit where it's like, even if yeah. it's you up, it could have been Ross and his mom, but you need to be able to look at that person in the eyes and go, do you know what? I Fuck know. It. It's you. I just see like social media of like Molly and Harry just sat there and she's like, yeah, we're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell she just does not want to be best friends. And he's like, yeah, we're best friends. Like, yeah, because you won 95 grand. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, no 22-year-old on earth needs 95K. Like, get to I think the park. last thing a 22-year-old needs is 95 grand, actually. Literally. Yeah. I think I did sympathize with Molly because I felt like there was a touch of, like, dickmatized energy there. Like, she kind of, like, couldn't purely see through because there was like, a little summon-summon. And I think that's the way I would go down. Like, someone would kind of maybe... Yeah. Yeah, they would go towards more of my, like, hot, flirty energy. And I'd be like, well, it can't be them because I want to fuck them, you know? <laughs> I saw a meme that was like, um, listen, Molly, we've all been taken down by a by a fuckboy with slick back hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are not the first. You will not be the hey, last. It's a tail, literally. <laughs> Did he have on the grey sweatpants? Oh. oh. Was it Anna, you're talking our language on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a big thumbs up from all of us here. Exactly, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> are you guys all still mates? What's your situation? Do you catch up and talk about being We are hostage? actually good friends, yeah. Me and Wilf are good mates. I uh, love that. We, <laughs> yeah, we are. I think, yeah. It, and all, like, because we, like, we all won, like, a bit of cash. We didn't win that much. Like, it wasn't a light. Well, it kind of was a little bit life-changing because it gave me the money that I needed to change my day job into full-time comedy and podcasting. Yes. So it did wow. kind of change my life. But if if you're just going back to your normal job in your normal life, it's like a few holidays, maybe pay off a few debts. Yeah. And that's kind of it. So I think it was just nice that a few people got a little bit rather than one person winning the whole lot. Yeah, I like that. And you split it three ways. Do you have to pay tax on that? Is that like what happens? No. No, that's sick. <laughs> Listen, Michelle, I've said no in my own head, and I haven't, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bill's coming, baby. They're coming for you, big I time. I apparently decided months ago, no, I think any prize money is, like, tax-free. 
That's Thank you, BBC, sense. for that. Like, that's that is hot from them. Like, yeah. good job, the old. That is fit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's fit energy from the BBC. It is. Yeah, they've absolutely smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on them for that one. And that tax question, I was like, I've got like throwbacks to like a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where my sty came from. Like, this is a self-assessment sty. That's that's a self-assessment. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, the timing of this is no coincidence. This is truly a self-assessment. No. Is it tax time for you guys? I dude, tax yes. time. Oh, sucked so in. On my first tax year, I was like, the fuck does all of this mean? I went to yeah. see my barber and he was like, You don't have an accountant, babe? I was like, No, he was like, Oh, right. <laughs> You're one of them. I was like, Okay, cool. Well now I have something coming on. I don't have one either. You no. don't have one? Hannah, no, I'm gonna get us. one. I'm gonna, well, <laughs> do you know what? I know this is such a boring conversation, but I think we're gonna t- make ghost tons into the business and then get an accountant from there yeah, in okay, April. <laughs> if I want any laugh. form of cash from the BBC, the first fucking thing I'd be doing is being like, okay, I need someone to just like do that. Although I guess you just said it with tax free. Manage my investments. <laughs> yeah, manage the couple grand. of holidays and the debt release. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, I think they may have said, Hannah, you do need to pay tax on this. And I'd have been like, what are you talking about? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like on the way to dinner. Like, Just like, I'm a stupid bitch. I'm so sorry. I'm a faithful. I don't pay tax. Sorry. No. Yeah, I just don't understand tax. It's too hard. I don't get it. Yeah, that's what I did for a few years. And um, don't they understand. don't they don't accept that in Australia. Um, which <laughs> yeah, is disappointing to learn. Disappointing, yeah. Um, <laughs> Hannah, one thing we spoke about on the pod was how outrageously intensive some of the challenges seem to be physically. Do you feel like you oh. truly worked for your money? Yeah, I was like fucking rolling those barrels up hills. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. And do you know what? I hated the most. There were some fitness freaks in there that just like, oh my God, just doesn't this feel so good? And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. That's an attack. Like, this is just the best. Ugh. I'm having this is a risky move because I haven't even put my bra on yet. But I was, I was like, this is, <laughs> isn't this amazing? And I was like, mm, get fucked. <laughs> Stick it up your fucking ass. No, it's not amazing. A bottle of Sauvignon Blanc could be amazing. Yeah, yeah. that's a great challenge. And a donut kebab, not a fucking walk up a hill with a barrel. <laughs> they what put was you the through it? So ridiculous. After these enormous challenges, it was actually really good. It was actually oh, good. great. Thoroughly enjoyed myself, but yeah, they were really challenging. I the one I really struggled to watch back was um, the bridge because I think I fell off after like two steps and then just ended up looking <laughs> like pig on a butcher's hook. I was like, oh Jesus fuck, that is not cute, Hannah. <laughs> it must be kind of intense when you approach like the setup of the challenges and then you almost kind of like prophesize how you're going to do and how it's going to be memed from television. Like oh. you can't be going in with it. Like that's a horrible thing to be like, Oh, yikes, yeah. yikes, yikes, yikes. I don't think people, yeah, I don't think we, oh, I, yeah, I, especially like during the laser one where I was like, I'm going to do this. And then my ass just took out a laser without me even knowing. And I was like, <laughs> I'm never going on Twitter again. (laughs) I think I may have looked at it once after that. I was like, okay, I'm not doing this again. Cheers. (laughs) No, I was like, that's me. That's in all the challenges. I was watching you being like, that's me. That's, that's me. Like it made me feel very seen. The challenges look so fucking 
hard. Did you have any idea that it was going to be watched so widely? Like that it was going to be this big cultural phenomenon? No, not at all. Like, I think we just thought it was going to be shit. Because <laughs> like, who wants to watch us <laughs> around a castle for days? Um, I was like, this is, guys, just so you know, this is going to bomb. Just so you all know. <laughs> It's not going to do well. Not and getting commissioned for season two. Really we are a ones only series. This will <laughs> never be popular. Yes. Yeah. This will not. And do you know what? I think part of me wishes that that was the case because these fucking newbies. Ah. <gasps> Tell us what frustrates you with them. I think he's just. It's just like that's my castle. Get out. Mm. Oh, you're feeling. You know what I mean. Well, it's just that. It's just messy. It's definitely pettiness, 100%. Well, I don't know how I would have coped if I hadn't have won. If I'd have been murdered or voted out, I think I'd be like, you can all go fuck yourself. Big time. Apparently, I just don't do well with rejection. <laughs> this is it becoming clear. I would take it personally. Yeah, I would too. I'd just cry. It's so bad. Speaking of crying, can we talk about the infamous breakfast where everybody just lost oh, it? Yeah. Were you all exhausted? Like, what? happened like if i was if i hadn't seen it on television talk us through just a crazy breakfast that you had tell me the story as if i haven't seen it so alex <laughs> and tom came out and said we're in a relationship and it was and we all kind of reacted very strangely to it like none of us thought it was funny none of us yeah. thought it was cool but you know what it was they both kind of came in is, is different people. And then on that morning, I was like, God, Alex and Tom have suddenly gone very, like... They they seemed, like, a bit cold. I think it was because they'd... Well, one of them had decided they were just going to out out, each, out their relationship to everybody else. But I don't know. It felt very... Like, Tom is a very... I don't know if intimidating is the right... Yeah, maybe he's an intimidating person. And he... In that moment, it felt like he tried to make himself bigger and it felt like a bit of a dick swing. And Tom isn't like that. He's a really nice guy. But in that moment, I was like, fuck you! (laughs) 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 Because it felt like... It felt at the time as though it had been engineered to create a drama and kind of, you know, navigate navigate the show towards them. And that just really frustrated me because I was like, feels like you started the game before it started. None of us really knew what we were getting into. And I think we were just really blindsided. And Matt was just, like, embarrassed because, of course, he'd been and told, basically just told the world that he fancied Alex, even though she was in a relationship with somebody else who was in the show. Um, so I think everybody was just really frustrated. And because we didn't have anything to go on, it was like, oh, there's a chance, there's something we can jump on. Thank God. Yeah. We've been given a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something so, it was a bit, and I just don't like anyone telling me what to do. So <laughs> Tom going around like telling everyone how to vote just really frustrated me. I understand why he was doing it at the time, but I was like, no fucking man is going to tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then exactly. it just really, really, it was really jarring for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it was jarring for all of us watching at home. When he stood up and did that, I was like, what the fuck, magician? What is wrong with you? Yeah. The, I think the entire world was like, what is this fucking idiot doing? So Ugh. I can imagine yes. even being mates with yes. him, just being like, this fucking cunt is going <laughs> to die. Yeah, and do you know what? He's It's so weird because I really I, I get on with Tom really well and I really like him. He's, a, he's actually a nice guy. Yeah. But in that moment when he was threatened or like 
when we were all threatened, we just turned into people that we just didn't really want to, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, so self-righteous about it god and my friends were re-watching the show when i went around the other night i was like why have you got this on and it was just that <laughs> breakfast and i was like i can't watch this again oh you oh, you were you were fine shivers. there was a lot there was a lot of worse oh. behavior that you were good <laughs> you oh yeah i think you flew under the radar so comparatively to some yeah. of the absolute fuckery that was going yeah, down <laughs> It's, the, the traitors were thrilled though, but they were like, Alex has just gone, we've, we've just gone completely under the radar now. Now that all this is kind yeah. of going down. Yeah, he really did them a great favour. <laughs> yeah, he really, really he did. did. He did. He did. Have you watched any of the other series franchises? Like, obviously, Michelle's in Australia. I've been hearing some really outrageous things about that series. Um, but have you kept track of any of the other franchises? I haven't. Are you in the Australian one? No, I'm just in Australia. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't know that. What a bitch. Um, no, I'm not. I actually got, my nan was like, my nan loves them all. And she's like, have you watched Australia? It's the best one. And I was like, oh, is it? Yeah. I do not think it's the best one. Loves but it. I, I, I am going it. to watch it. I think it's kind of something that I can't really get into because... You just kind of compare it to, to what you went through and it just ends up being all about you again. <laughs> <laughs> so I just watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and just forget about it. I feel like that's a wise choice. That is fair. That is very Yeah, fair. that's another <laughs> Yeah. Hannah, can we I that? ask you about, you know, the portraits that are on that breakfast hall wall? Yes. Yeah. What is your opinion <laughs> of these portraits? And what do they look like in real life? Because they look crazy on screen. They look crazy. You know what? I might have mine. (gasps) No. Oh, my God. Where is it going? Why is it so (laughs) close to where you are currently is my question. Like, it's always on hand. I said, is it always so close to you? I'm just pretending like I don't know where it is. (laughs) I know. It's like in a shrine underneath your desk. I was like, okay, Hannah. I don't know where it is. It's so, I did, I saw it the other day and I was like, oh, I've got to do something with that. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Put it up on. Um, Yeah, I don't know. They're so weird. They're like a Microsoft 90s filter on them. Yes. That just like your hair is almost cartoon like. Some of them are yeah, really haunting. They are wild. They're so, I think they're supposed to look like they've been painted. Do you remember those? Do you remember like you'd go bowling and you'd go into the Photoshop, the photo booth thing, and it and it did like a a Picasso drawing of your like a yeah, pencil it's an thing. Attempt at that. It was like that. Yeah, it felt very AI, but the prompts were put in by someone who's a true psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, it looks, they're not good pictures. I think now they, they've become a bit of a staple, like, oh, look at those shit portraits, so they've kept them. Yeah. But yeah, I have to say, considering the obvious budget, I'm surprised that it went down the way that it did. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine, like, watching that unfold, being like, oh, yeah, I went to this weird thing, I, ho- I think it's going to air, I got this money from it, and then being like, oh, fuck, it's now one of the biggest TV shows in the world. I don't watch reality TV. This was, Yeah, because like, I, I said to my um, podcast co-host, like, oh, I've done this thing. She was like, what have you done? 
I was like, oh, I just don't really it. She was like, she was like, is this going to ruin the vibes? And I was like, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Like, yeah, probably. Just don't worry about it is the worst possible thing to say. Dude, just don't worry about it. Yeah, don't, like, worry, don't worry about it. It's probably fine. It's probably yeah, fine. that thing that's probably going to affect both of us in our career. Don't worry about that yeah. at all. Yeah, I was like, but I think we should release our very first podcast episode on the day that the trailer comes out. I think that's a good idea. Very that smart. Was, that is synergy. That is perfection. That is synergy. that is businesswoman special. She invented post-it notes. That's Business the energy bitches. I'm getting from that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Business babes. <laughs> um, what was I going to fucking just say? What? Oh yeah, how much time was there between filming and then it airing? Like, how much time did you have to keep the secret? I think there was about. I think we it was about six months. Wow. So it felt like a long time because I think this season there wasn't that long at all. Like maybe a few. But because we were the first season, I think it took them a while to kind of decide when the best time would be to release it. Um, Like kind of how they were going to present it, like what kind of twist. So I think they were kind of trying to work out what the schedule would be. And then Mm. like I think it's so genius for them to have like put out the first three episodes straight away so that everybody can just go and get hooked. And then they're like, no, yeah. you've got to wait Wednesday, Thursday, Friday now. Yeah, it was very so, addictive. Yeah, it was a really, it was quite a long time. And I actually, I went to the Edinburgh Fringe during the first, I was just like waiting for this fucking show to come out. Um, oh. Yeah, it was really weird. It was really strange. You must have got like a bit drunk in one of the artist bars and been like, kind of crazy. I just want a TV show. <laughs> no, I was far too scared. Oh, I was man. far too I was petrified they were going to come and take my money off me. Those NDAs will strike back and they will take yeah. your cash. I was yeah. petrified. So I didn't really, I didn't really tell them. <laughs> Except for my family, but I was like, you shut the fuck up. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, exactly. Pay them off. Yeah, I mean, what are, I mean, my friends were a little bit like, "So, did you win?" And I was like, "I'm not saying anything." And they were like, "Well, you went away a bit worried the fact that you had to quit your job <laughs> and to go full time comedy when it was pro- the money probably wasn't coming in regularly enough to kind of meet bills and stuff like that." And they're like, "And now you're fine." And I was like, "Yeah, it's weird. It's just working out." <laughs> I guess because you came from the kind of creative industries at the same time that there was like COVID and especially in the UK, they were like, just retrain. And you're like, I will retrain by going yes. to the BBC winning and then taking my creative career full time with the winnings. That's how I do it. <laughs> well, I started comedy during lockdown, which is probably the worst time to start. Wow. Were you a Zoom, was it like a like first off Zoom gig? Like, is that how you started out? My very first one wasn't a Zoom gig, but then I did. Because you know how we had those little breaks in between? I'd kind of go and do loads of comedy right. during that time. Um, and then then do Zoom, Zoom ones uh, every other time. But fuck me, did I hate the Zoom. Oof. Some people love them. Horrendous. Yeah, but they're psychopaths. Yeah. Yeah, but I think they should be doing stand-up. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why are you... Why do you enjoy a Zoom kit? That's awful. You just like, like looking at yourself. It's the worst thing ever. It's, it's so quite awful. niche, but like agoraphobic comedians were in the money, but like everyone else <laughs> really yes. had a bad time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was awful. So I'm thrilled that that's not happening anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it. everybody kind of guessed that something had happened. 
Yeah, fair. Yeah, then that's you... absolutely fair. Could did you guess yeah, who yeah. had won this season while you were watching it? Did you think that you could predict it? I thought that Jazz might have done just because I sent her a message and I was like, I fucking you can't you've got to get rid of Paul. Like you've got to get rid of Paul. <laughs> and he was like, Oh well, this is well I'll just wait and see. And I was like, he was so like social media ready with all of his captions. I was like, this guy's got to have won it because He's so excited about it. But then I, and he didn't, and I was like, oh, that's sad. Yeah, we were just... Well, I did. I still enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Did you hate Paul or love Paul? <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of... I think Paul just put a character on that he wanted yeah. everybody to hate. And yeah. he, it was a bit like... I think I think he did a good job. <laughs> he did a very good job. Yeah, because I, I don't think him. that's I probably that's I don't think that's him. Like no, but like the you by know, any stretch of the imagination, the persona he put on. But I think because of the first season, people I do think that this season was more calculated. Like it was less emotional. It was definitely less emotional. Like we were just like running around crying all the time. These guys were like, <laughs> yeah, we know exactly what we need to do. No one really held it against, held it against each other. But I think that's because everybody has seen the first season, so you know what to expect a bit more. Yeah. Like, you know how brutal it is and how you can just get cut loose at any moment. Um, but I think, yeah, so I think it was, I think it was really different. I mean, Alice was better, and I'll Obvious. stick by that until the day I die. Iconic. <laughs> it was iconic. Did you guys it sleep was iconic. very much? Like, you seemed under so much pressure. Did you get any sleep? I slept amazingly, but we didn't have phones or computers or anything to keep us awake. Yeah. And actually, I think I've probably never slept as good as I did in the show. Wow. But we were shattered. Like, we were so tired. Yeah, yeah. you're putting barrels up hills all day Jumping and advocating for a digital detox. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and then, like, yeah. It's like a digital exactly. detox retreat. Um, <laughs> this is perfect Yeah. For me. No, exactly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And then not only that, but we'll go and have a big row around a table beforehand just to really Ugh. chat tires It out. feels cathartic to me. I think if I was just carrying anything yeah, from my day, I'd be like, and you know what? Like, it, I think it's yeah. quite good in terms And you picked the smallest barrel. <laughs> You're not a team player. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I think it sounds like you'd be able to get it all out, you know? I, th- I really like the round table as well because I think there was only one occasion where I thought, I could be in trouble. And every other time I was like, I'm definitely... I'm chilling. I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think if you're really just floating through, that's my kind of delusional idea if I were ever to be on it. I'd be like, no one's going to come for me. I'm just going to have my pick. And then, yeah. Just be there with a little doof, doof, doof. Get them all out. But, yeah, you actually lived that fantasy. So congratulations. Oh, except, yeah, I didn't... I didn't... I stopped searching for them after I voted Nikki out in the first one and was completely wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess you have I'll to make like, a decision. I'm just not going to do this anymore. <laughs> okay. But it was weird because people react so differently. I mean, she's come up to, and this wasn't aired, but she came up to me and Alyssa straight after the traitor's pick. And I was like, who do you think the traitor is, Nikki? And she went, oh, can we just talk about something else? And I was like, well, it's you then. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> but I think she just hated it. I think she hated the game. She realised when, when we started, she was like, this is horrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why are we I was like, welcome to TV. <laughs> yeah. It is going to make you feel as paranoid and suspicious. It's going to just really bring up all of those emotions. So if anyone thinks it's going to be a walk in the park, I'm sure they were very quickly mistaken. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. But it was fab anyway. Yeah, I had an absolute banger and looks of things. And I look at you now on tour. I know. Uh, I'm already knackered. We've only done one day. <laughs> How many more? Like, I'm so exhausted. <laughs> you need a digital detox in a barrel to roll up a hill. Dude. <laughs> I want to come to Australia and do... And do do the festivals, just have some better weather and just some nice change. Come to Melbourne Comedy Festival. Daniel's been over for it. We always have fun. Oh, I'd love that. It's good fest. Yeah, we'll add later in we are on the Yeah, we're on the ghost huns train at the minute. It's taking up a lot of time. But I'm sure you're loving it. I'm sure you're... How, how many great. dates do you have? Like, how many weeks left of the tour? I think we've got, like, just... I think we've got ten dates that we've started with, but then... They're selling out quite quickly, yeah. so then we've just kind of added more. I think um, I think our agent wants us to be on tour forever. Yeah. yeah, I would too if you were making me some cash. He was like, we can just keep touring. And I was like, can we? <laughs> You're like, and then I'll slowly die, yeah? Then there'll only be one person yeah. on stage. Good, right. Yeah. Just move into a shit travel yeah, lodge. Yeah. <laughs> Those premiums apparently have really Because he was like, well, like, what? I should like, do you want expensive hotels? And I was like, no, I'll sleep in a bin. Do not <laughs> spend all my money on expensive hotels. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I'm the opposite. No, of I'm like, get me the fucking. Oh, yeah. You? I'm a bougie little bitch because I'm from the country. I didn't have much like money growing up. And so it's the first time that I've been treated, like, I started working in telly and people were like, here, have this free thing, have this free, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I yes. have free kombucha. I want to stay in a nice hotel. Like, I just, I'm a psycho and it's so stupid. <laughs> I do love the free stuff. How good I is it? They just send you things. With packages. Ugh. I know, it's fucking amazing. I'm obsessed with it. Um, and I just, I just don't think, I don't care, I just don't care where I sleep. I'd sleep anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah, well... My biggest thing is when me and my friends would all go out to like Manchester or London or whatever, I was always like, get the cheapest hotel. We'll all, all of us will fit in there like a little clown hotel room. <laughs> I was like, nobody's getting the bedroom alone. We're all going to spend like five pounds each on this hotel. It's going to be fine. And everyone's like, can we just? <laughs> yeah. Like we're adults. We're not like, we can just go and like, get a hotel room. And I was like, no way. Everyone's sleeping in the same room. Just because I hated spending money. Six on of you in an easy jet hotel room is a grit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And they are men, men, men. I tell you what though. I would love to fly first class. That would be my next experience. But you can't do it until you can do it for the rest of your life. Because when you experience first that once, then you go back to a con and you're like, oh, motherfucker, no leg room. No, you have to be able to do it at least. Really? Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't live it, go back and be like, oh, I want that again. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. I feel like that's, I feel like it's meant to be, though, me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, I accept that. I actually agree. I think it is. I feel like it's genuinely meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> that is my only goal in life. I am incredibly shallow, it turns out. My only goal is to always fly first class and have a pool. That's great. That's a great Flying goal. Flying first class to Australia may require going on another BBC show and then winning that again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love it so much, though. Yeah. I'd love it so much. You'll have to go on. Other people are like, family, kids, and I'm like, a pool. <laughs> yeah, I just want to swim outside in my back garden. <laughs> yeah, I just want a heated pool all year round. That's all I want. Honestly, Obsessed. fair cards. I respect that. You come I'm to really Australia. We've to got it. a lot of pools. Come round. Enjoy. Come round. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love this. Um, all right. Well, this has been like so nice to ask you so many questions about the traders but do you want to like 
tell us about your like I just want to know more about your comedy like so you started during the pandemic I cannot stop thinking about this since you said it 10 minutes ago why did you start comedy <laughs> in the pandemic like what were you doing before and what made you go actually I'm gonna fucking do comedy I kind of so I, I used to work with old people who were dying oh. so I used to go and like help people be yeah like sort of set up the right environment for them to be in like to receive palliative care um, which was loads of fun. Um, so I decided to go and do um, stand-up just because I kind of just wanted to... I just had a bit of a like an existential crisis when I was like, there's got to be more to life than coming into work every day, going home every day, watching TV, going to bed. And it just like, it sent me up the fucking wall. I was yeah. like, I can't believe... This is this is definitely not for me, and I understand for some people that's like security and be, this you know having a stable life and all that. But I just could not imagine anything worse. So I was like, I've always, I'd always fancied doing stand up comedy, but I mean, you know what it's like making that one leap is so hard because yeah. it's like, oh, I've got to go and yeah. like basically die on my ass loads and like experience loads yeah. of like embarrassing situations in order to be successful at it and so it's like it took me a little bit of time to get my head around that and then I was like okay I'm ready to do that I'm ready to embarrass myself let's go um but yeah I kind of just started then and my I was so shit I was so shit shit. (laughs) but like didn't really care I was like no I've got to be uh, no I think I'm just gonna carry on um so did like the whole you know do three gigs a night every night for two years yeah. Uh, trudging around London at 1am, you know, trying to get the last train home at some point and then all that. And then, I mean, I three like years in comedy is basically nothing. I mean, it's been like four years. Four years in comedy is nothing. But you've still um, done, you've done the 1am. I feel very lucky to have quickly kind of, you know, kind of made that made that journey. So I was kind, kind of started getting paid about a year before I went into the Tracers. And then, yeah, I was kind of like, I just want to quit my day job because I hated it so much. Like, it sucked the energy out of me all the time and I hated it. I was like, I would rather... It's just horrible. I hated it. And I really wanted to just make that leap. But it was kind of like, am I going to be able to make sure I've got enough money to pay the rent, pay the bills, like, make sure... Chase the invoices, all that shit. Yeah. Um, Whilst, like, kind of trying to have a nest egg to back me up and then all the rest of it. So... Yeah, then and then I just went and traitors and it all kind of worked out. But it was really weird because I'd worked out that I needed about thirty grand. Wow! And then I won thirty grand. You got blessed by Claudia Winkleman. Yeah, that's the train, though. Exactly. Yeah, it was no, it was really good. How is Claudia in real life? Is she a proper good? She's witch? amazing. She's so funny. She's so funny. She's so nice. She sends us all like messages all the time. Oh my god. Like, we had a billboard in Leicester Square and she was like, this is so May, I'm so thrilled for you. She sent me a message and she's really Oh, lovely. she's so sweet. She just doesn't even have to do that, you know what I mean? Because she's Claudia Winkleman. Yeah. But she just does and she's so lovely. She's really nice. Michelle was asking about Claudia when we first started the pod because she was like, who is this ethereal goddess? Yeah. And I was like, yes. dude, she's just like literal nation sweetheart, oh. nicest person on the planet insanely so iconic gorgeous. hair and that's kind it's of that, so shiny you know? what is that about <laughs> like what lab it's military grade something's going on with that hair something's right. happening no she's great she's so yeah. lovely and gorgeous and yeah i'm obsessed with her obsessed 
Yeah, I want to get her on the I want to get her on the ghost pod to like try and find some spirits with us. Yes, you have to. Yes, very good show. She'd be I'd in touch with the spirit world. That'd be amazing. Sure. <laughs> I think she'd just get on that Ouija board like, you know, she's not like like she's ever been away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The spirits will come to her. She does give Calling up energy, all the BBC broadcasters like Bruce Forsyth. I bet he's gone. <laughs> oh, we need Jeremy to get them Beadle. back. Jeremy Beadle. She'd get them all. She'd get them all. Jeremy Beadle. That is a left field suggestion. I'm so I only keen. Found, because I only found out that he was dead about three months ago. The, you know, there's like the people that you're like, I had no idea they died. No, because we went to Highgate Cemetery to do a ghost hunt. And saw Classic. Jeremy Beadle's grave, and I was like, "What? Jeremy Beadle's dead?" <laughs> and also, is he so, Highgate? We're all Highgate still grieving. Some... We're all still grieving. <laughs> yeah, Highgate is some pretty extreme real estate as well. Like, if you're gonna die, like, you kind of do want to be in the Highgate Cemetery. Like, how did he get Highgate that spot? I think George Michael's there as well. Yeah, oh, there are some big names in Highgate Cemetery. For Jeremy Beadle to be alongside is huge. Wow, Jeremy okay, Beadle's done pretty that. good. He's done great. Better in death than in life, maybe. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, it's about 30 grand yeah. for a plot. Well, you can afford it. Oh my one. God, you can do it. <laughs> I should have bought it. Yeah, I should have spent that on that. I don't know. I've messed up, guys. I've ruined yeah. it. Why did you waste it on a comedy career? You could be in Highgate Cemetery <laughs> right now. Yeah. I know, and actually, death is forever. So that is a real bargain. That's the investment. This is it. Okay, I think I should have fucking done that. What a knobhead. Next time I win a TV show. When you win the All Stars version. (laughs) Dude, All Stars. I reckon they'll do it. I would certainly watch. I had a dream last night. I was in the traitors again. I don't know why. I think it's because all this stuff's happening again. And someone murdered me and I was like, no, I'm not having this. And I just kicked off. <laughs> okay, so maybe well, not great for you to go back. But one of the producers yeah. came to me in the morning because we all, you you're all waiting to go in to see if you go to breakfast, and they were like, "You can kind of come with me," and I was like, "No, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going." I was like, "You can't kill me. It's not fair. I'm not going anywhere." They were like, "Will you just come with?" And it was only for like a, a diary room interview. It was nothing even, and I was like, "I don't want to come. I'm not going." I'm not. They were like, well, "Shut the fuck up." Please. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't going. I was not going anywhere. Yeah, fuck. What? What? When you do do that, like in the morning when you're waiting for breakfast, do you have to wait for like a long time? Is it super stressful when you're being like, am I gonna actually get to eat? Yeah, it is because it's like, am I gonna get murdered or am I mm. gonna go like to? And oh, it was so nice going to breakfast and seeing the door, and you're like, oh, thank God for that. It was so exciting. <laughs> so literally, as we're about to walk into the room, that's when we know we're going for breakfast. Wow. It's very like, it's very much as it looks on screen is how it happens. Yeah, great. I love that. That makes sense because everyone always comes in very like relieved and I'm like, but you would have woken up relieved, but obviously it happens in the morning. It happens in the morning. Yeah. So it's very terrifying. Oh God. Did you have, did you have a favorite for this current season or were you all just like, for all of them, were you like, get the fuck out of my castle? I was like, get the fuck out. And Andrew was also in my chair and I was like, get the fuck out of my chair. But <laughs> I did. I actually really wanted Andrew to win. I mean, he was never gonna because he's so pure, bless him. He's like the cutest thing in the world. Yeah. He's the cutest bloke in the world. 
But I just really would have liked it if he'd have come in and swiped it. Because when Harry was like, oh, you're just a little baby traitor learning lots from me, I was like, get fucked. <laughs> yeah, we had a similar reaction. You know reaction, what I mean? I was I like, getting a we were like... too smug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of gasping for either Andrew Ross to take him down, eh? Yeah, I mean, he did become just like, again, he's he's not the guy that he was portraying in there, but I think everybody just hates smug. Yeah. It's a super hateable quality, and we're from the countries of fuckboys. Like, you know, I, I think UK and Australia have some really heavy fuckboy energy. So, yes. like, when we see and it on some our of TVs, we're like, Australian fuckboys come over to Clapham. And just stay here. Sorry. And they fuck for other women. It's so hard. Yep. They get around. We Take them back, about. please. Uh, we don't we have can any no more room. longer. <laughs> we can no longer cope with an Australian man in those bloody red trousers. We can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. They're I'll just breaking hearts left, right, and centre. Uh, I'll come and round them up. Um, yes, please. But I, I do. Harry was just too, he got too he got too he got too smug, and everyone hates like smug is just like oh yeah. I've seen him on interviews since then and he seems like a really nice bloke I've never met him but he seems like a really nice guy, um I think he, the castle maybe just gets to you a little bit but I just think it's so easy to be a tracer uh, yeah I think it's so easy it's like you've got all the information you're never going to be murdered of course you're going to win it. Yeah, you wanted to be a trader, right? Oh. You know? Say again. You wanted to be a trader, right? Desperately. Desperately. It's so annoying. You well, would I didn't have get that tap really on the shoulder, I was raging. Well. Yeah, you would have been great. You would have done it very well. I think there's a prerequisite to be highly camp in order to truly succeed as a trader. Absolutely. You have that in the bag. Yes, thank you. I completely agree. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I said, I, Will should have picked me to be the traitor at the end, but it would have walked away with 50k. Yes. Oh, 1,000%. That was a dumb move on his part, big time. It was. But I know I really wanted to do it because you get permission, don't you, to just behave that way? Yeah. It's great. When, when was the moment that you got suspicious of Will? Was it literally just at the last second? It was. I kind of wasn't thinking I, when Maddie kept saying like Will first, I was like, it could be. I'm not. I know it could be. I know it could, but it's worked for me so far to not pay any attention to what's going on. So every day I'd just be like, okay, just let's get through another day. Let's not. Be. And also I was like, if it is Will, he's keeping me in. Yeah. So I, it's it's not in my interest to get rid of him. Also, if we do get rid of him, they're just going to recruit another one. So I may as well. Keep the one that it might be close to my chest and be like, literally close to me, like, come on! And so then let everybody else flail. An avoidant approach and better the devil you know gets you to the final. Absolutely. So then when Claudia said, right, there's going to be no more murders, I was like, okay, this is in my hands now. And I knew that we were getting rid of Kieran because he was obviously a traitor. And then I knew that Meryl would do whatever I told her to. So then we ended up having all the control. <laughs> yeah. Because Wilf and Aaron weren't in a, in a an alliance together. And I knew that I could I could kind of make any of them do whatever I wanted. So it was only in that moment where I started actually thinking, is it him? And then Kieran said, like, the parting gift. And I was like, no, I still think Kieran's just a bit bitter and annoyed. Mm. And then Will the gave me the ultimatum. And I was like, no, you're a bit weird. <laughs> Something's off. Yeah, wow. And I was Someone's like, ah, here. fuck it. I just got to make sure, haven't I? 
Yeah, I mean, I think like, because this is my thing with the last season with Molly. I was like, just vote him out and then you can give him yeah. some of your money. Like if you feel so bad, exactly. that's your friend, you can give him some of exactly. your money. But if you don't vote him out, then you are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe she changed her mind. Like four times. Doing. It was so hard sweet, to sweet watch. Girl. And the poor girl got torn to pieces. Yeah. I know. It's but... so annoying. It's like, oh, stop being fucking mean. But also, I was a bit like, why would Jazz vote again if he was a traitor? Why would he do that? Yeah, that, I was like, like why would he do it that? Was so common then. Yeah. Why would he do that? Dumb. But as he was he said, the gets to you. Mental. Why would he do that if he was a traitor and Harry wasn't a traitor? Like, it makes no sense. No, nothing. No sense Literally none. Yeah. If she'd um, have just thought I, about, oh, bless her. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure she's going to make, I'm sure she's going to make over 45,000, which is how much fine. she would have won with. Yeah. She'll be fine. Babe, the Stoma modelling, I imagine, pays yeah, well she's already. Beautiful. She's going to be I bet it does, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'll, straight up. I reckon she's she'll chilling. She'll be fine. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. She's having a great. She's gonna be. She'll fine. never trust again. But oh, she'll, she'll be fine. fine. Well, that's good because she should learn not to trust anyone. Actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. My trust for people was gone a long time before the traitors. My ex-boyfriend said some seriously red flag behavior, so I might have done. Yeah, the damage was done. I think you the need damage to be was hundred percent. An emotionally abusive relationship is a great prior to going it's, it's on. Prep. It's a great start to the trade. Just make sure you be gaslighted. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Just need to be lied to by your dad almost consistently for like know, <laughs> the first 15, 20 years of your life and then go on. Just do it. Absolutely. Okay. That's a good hot tips. Well, Hannah, thank you so fucking much for coming on and chatting with us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. It's been an absolute honor. (laughs) I know, great to talk to you. Um, when when, do you want to plug your dates? Or I mean, you're selling out your tour anyway. But where can people see you? Yeah, I know. I can't fucking remember what the dates are because I'm so unorganized. But if (laughs) you were interested in uh, in in a story about in a podcast about ghosts and trying to contact the dead live on stage, please do check out Ghosts Card. Yeah. On Instagram and anywhere else. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Hannah, so much. You're the best. We Thank you so much for coming on. You're the best. Thank you so, so much. Cheers, Hannah.